Uh, you want to discuss vengeance? Yeah, let's get into vengeance. Um, you just finished it, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I just yeah, I was kind of running late to the to the show because I was like, I I got like I got a few more minutes of vengeance, like ten more minutes, um, and let me wrap this up real quick uh, before I kind of get into uh, the call with you. So yeah, I just I just finished it. Yeah, just like thirty minutes ago, I like almost yeah thirty forty minutes ago, I just finished it. Um, so vengeance, uh, vengeance is a movie which is directed by B.J. Novak, written by B.J. Novak, and starring B.J. Novak. People might remember B.J. Novak uh, from The Office. Um, he started. In that show as well as also doing some writing for that show as well uh office which was a massive big hit here uh in america as well as other parts of the world um always kind of trending you'll see on netflix and hula it's always kind of the go-to show for people it's just like yeah i got nothing else to watch might as well just pop on netflix and watch the office again for the 80th time so um you kind of have that so here um this is his directorial debut isn't it yeah his directorial debut he's directed several episodes of tv he's directed uh episodes of the mindy project which is the mindy kaling mm-hmm. show on fox i believe and yeah. then he's directed looks like about eight uh five episodes of the office yeah. and like and four episodes of like the mini series uh uh the office web series or whatever mm. uh so okay yeah so mainly tv this is his first feature okay yeah um, and here with his first feature, Vengeance. Um, so in this movie, he stars as a typical kind of douchey New York writer guy. Um, even the opening of this movie, he's talking to, I mean, you can't really almost get a bigger douchier guy to speak to is John Mayer. Um, and, you know, who I love John Mayer's music. He makes some good music, you know, but seems like, you know, kind of got some douchey elements <laughs> about him a little bit. And they're just kind of sitting there talking and they're kind of have kind of one of the most, you know, kind of annoying, uh, you know, white guy kind of conversation back and forth um you know uh you know about like thinking what they're saying is very profound it's like you know we, we should we should make a podcast we should, we should write this down you know what i mean and put this down so everybody can hear it you know and he kind of goes to Issa ray who's also at the party and he's like yeah i want to do a podcast and i think i have a lot to say um and during that night he kind of gets a phone call uh, phone calls from Boyd Holbrook, uh, who's in this movie, who I very much like Boyd Holbrook a lot. Um, I think he is, you know, a, have a lot of interesting roles that he's been in. I know him. He was in Logan. He just was in um, The Sandman. And actually watching this was kind of messing me up uh, because seeing him in The Sandman where he's got like teeth for eyes. I was kind of looking at this movie and seeing him with the teeth for eyes. So it's kind of like messing me up a little bit. I was kind of like disturbed from some part. I was like, damn, I, can, I don't think I can even look at this guy um, and anything else mm-hmm. without seeing him for teeth for eyes. Uh, but he's in here. So he gets a call and it's from the brother of a girl that he used to uh, hook up with, uh, Abby. Um, I, and then, you know, he gets that kind of call. It's like, hey, she's dead. Um, I know you and her were really close. Uh, would you mind coming down to Texas to be for a funeral? And, you know, uh, he's like, uh, what? You know, because he doesn't even remember this girl all that much. It was just some kind of hookup he had. Uh, but he just kind of decides to do it mainly just out of guilt um, and comes down to Texas for the funeral. And then he kind of gets involved more with the family. The brother starts to tell him, it's like, I don't think it was, you know, an overdose. I think she was murdered. And that's what he kind of bases this whole podcast around is 
the kind of discussing the murder, um, the possible murder of this girl that he hooked up with uh, while he was in New York. Um, yeah, um, so I know that Marley, he's been talking about this movie um, and saying, hey, it's one of his, uh, you said it's kind of like one of your favorite movies of the year, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely one of my favorites of the year. I'm not sure if it's going to make my final list just because there's plenty of other movies to come out like this year. But so far, it's like in my top one. Of, it's in my top 10. Uh, mm. I think that this film is absolutely incredible for a feature for a first feature. Uh, I think this is a film also that BJ Novak, it seems like he's been kind of like stirring with for a really, for a really long time. Like he's, he's, he's definitely probably like he's had several drafts of this. And I feel like only now, like this film actually like makes sense for like a lot of people just because on, like the way the what it has to say about like how we take in information now, like ha- like especially like for like podcasters like you and me, yeah, is like it's it it shows like like when you listen to like those crime podcasts on how people get like into a story and stuff like that, and like how we get attracted to like these characters that we don't really know like at, at all. We just assume that we know them because of one person. Uh, usually white people you're like <laughs> like that how they basically like craft like these characters based on like their interactions and i thought that was like really fascinating on just like how we kind of like form like these narratives mm-hmm. through just basic conversations and i i don't think like kind of like go, like i rewatched it kind of uh i rewatched it again uh before coming on the show with you is I think that this, I think that it like you, how you said like the last movie we talked about kind of stumbles in the third act. I think this film kind of stumbles too. Like it doesn't necessarily like kind of like everything up to the third act is like really great. And I feel like it kind of like, like there's a few missteps. I don't think it's like it completely falls flat on its face, but it's kind of like, it just kind of like it, it stutters a little bit. Like it's a, instead of a, instead of a 10, it's a nine for me Mm. so but going back to like the the first part of like the intro what a great like because i didn't see any trailers for this but what a great just kind of like pull the rug out from under like in the intro to just throw john mayer in there like like it's it's kind of like like the perfect kind of like whoa john mayer's in this movie like what the like what the heck like and then just hearing like their conversation kind of going back was just kind of like was it it felt real like i could totally see these two people like having this conversation i'm just like at, like especially at a party and i'm probably like if i heard them talking i'd probably be walking away so <laughs> yeah because yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it kind of yeah fits that yeah elitist kind of new yorker type kind of thing there um them kind of having that back uh, back and forth kind of conversation just about you know like women and you know totally you know a lot of these dudes you see on these podcasts you know uh like yeah some of them shouldn't be having mics uh really it's like their thoughts shouldn't kind of be out there for for people to really consume uh but uh mm-hmm. yeah you kind of kind of see that and then when he goes to kind of texas um they do i mean it's it's a little bit of it of like hey, look at these crazy Texas people. Like, it's a little bit of that, slightly. Um, you mm-hmm. know, these kind of 
you know, country bumpkins a little bit. And then look at this, you know, kind of New Yorker guy. Look at him. He's all stuffy and everything like that. And, you know, elitist and all this other stuff. It kind of does a little bit of that there. Um, but I think it, it, it's not so much where it's like so stereotypical, I think. Um, and I think, you know, seeing his relationship, like as he's, you know, really with the family more and more, kind of growing more of a closer relationship with them. Like at first he's kind of just like, yeah, I just kind of just want to do the podcast and kind of just like, this would be really interesting, you know, um, even like, you know, this story, like he doesn't even really, it's not so much all that concerned about the, you know, the girl that he had hooked up with who's died. Cause he was like, I didn't even really know her all that well, but the family thinks that, you know, her and him were on the path to marriage, you know what I mean? Like they think they were going to, you know, run away together or something like that like you know live forever together um and so the family's treating him you know like such a you know like like royalty almost like and really inviting them into their home and cooking them food and you know sitting with them and everything like that um and i you know this is i i think the family a lot of the members of them are great you know going even from like boyd holbrook uh like there's a character like you have these two i think they were yeah they were sisters uh like paris and uh kansas um like these two sisters you have uh who's played by dove cameron played kansas and you have elizabeth um uh who played paris um the, both of them um i think they work really well together i think the mother uh also works very well you have uh, the uh the person who was like the little brother um who was uh uh, L, uh eli buck uh bickle i think he did a very good job as well um i think yeah i think a lot of seeing him kind of interact with the family um yeah it was really good um isabella sorry i said elizabeth uh is Isabella is playing Paris there. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I think that was kind of really good. Um, and seeing him kind of get close to them. And as well as uh, you also see some like Ashton Kutcher, like he, as him kind of trying to investigate, you know, in this town, uh, you know, Ashton Kutcher here who plays uh, like a music producer. Uh, I think he kind of has like a, you know, nice little role here um, in the movie. Um, what'd you kind of think about some of the other kind of characters in this? Um, I thought the Ashton Kutcher character was really great. I didn't think that I was going to end up liking like that, like his character, just because the, the, when his character is revealed, it's kind of it's very much over the top. Like this music producer, kind of like in Texas, of just the character that he represents. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of like a lot of the stuff that that character has to say rings true for like how we consume media. And it really kind of like drives home the themes of what this movie's trying to like kind of like uh, what this movie's trying to say. Like, I like that you said that like this movie doesn't really kind of like go fall within the stereotypes of like, oh, crazy Texas family. Oh, it's the douchey New Yorker guy. Like it only spends a little bit of time on that. And I think that's that was its main goal because like, like, like that's the point. It's like it's establishing these stereotypes of like these people based on like preconceived like notions. Yeah. But once you start talking to someone, then that's when you or or just reading stories or, or uh, just hearing uh, or, or just talking with them on a personal level. That's when like those stereotypes start to change. And I feel like just the way the story kind of like goes along with that. It, it like, I thought it was actually kind of beautiful and it, it kind of, the, I like the way too, the way he, et, like the way this movie's edited too, it kind of, it kind of goes, it kind of tells that story along like a podcast where it's kind of like the way they're kind of like 
I like that you're kind of hearing like the podcast along with other people. Like if it's airing, like, uh, like, like they're posting it on like NPR and stuff like that. Like Issa Rae is basically like editing like the show. Like Issa Rae plays uh, the uh, Ben's produ- uh, Ben's producer, and he's kind of like asking for like information back and forth. I like that you're kind of like it's like behind the scenes, like with them and stuff like that. But it's probably like. I, I wanted more of Issa Rae, to be honest, because I, I like her as like an, as an actor and yeah. just like and I kind of wish we had more of her. And I understand that, like, especially for a first feature, like probably they didn't really have enough money to pay Issa Rae <laughs> just because she's kind of a big time star. Yeah. And I like that's why you don't really see them very much together. It's just kind of like, oh, on a on a phone call and stuff like that. So, yeah, but. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, she the moment she pops up, I think she is very funny, um, and she is very good in the in kind of a lot of the moments they pop up, and um, like you said, it's like mainly trying to do this podcast to garner attention because you know they're ha- you know BJ Novak and her are kind of having the conversation. It's like, oh, dead white girl, you know, you know that's hot, that's that's big, you know, everybody kind of loves it. It's going to get a lot of attention. Um, true crime podcasts, especially, are like really really huge. You know, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. um, like a lot of people listen to those things. Um, and, you know, this kind of like the way he's kind of like spending more time with the family and then also like he gets to know more about the girl as well. The girl that passed away um, through like, you know, just seeing as like, oh, yeah, she was a singer. And like, you know, because he also stays in her room um, like, you know, the time he's in Texas and like looking at the pictures on the wall, um, kind of looking through her laptop, you know, looking at videos that she had on there. Uh, like he kind of grows more kind of closer to her. And it kind of reminded me of something like searching. Did you ever see the movie with john show yeah searching for sure uh i could see how you can draw comparisons with that uh i think that um i don't know that's that's actually a really good comparison i didn't even think about that but i i think that like all the that stuff that the movie's feeding you it's just like it kind of just like again it drives in the point like i said before it's just like when you initially talk to someone and when you first get to know someone that is a fraction of what this person actually is. It's like the whole thing with the family. It's like the family thought that like, Oh, this is, this is our daughter's like husband, like future fiance. It's like, it's, and like in reality, it was just like, he was just like, she was just like a a hookup for him Mm. just because, but based on like what she was telling, like her family, like when she was either texting or like on the phone, they don't really reveal that. But Mm. The, the stories that she was telling about Ben was kind of uh, BJ Novak's character were a lot different and just kind of like, like everyone, everyone has their own side of the story. And I, I think mm. this, the, the, the way that this film kind of like tells that is actually, is actually really cool and unique. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, yeah, really kind of good there about, you know, how we do. And then even like, what Ashton Kutcher's character says, you know, at the end about uh, about Abby and about everything like that, about the character, uh, about, you know, really, you know, with now with social media and with everything like that, um, if something, you know, were to, I guess, I don't know, happen to me or something like that, people could get a general sense of maybe who I was through these recordings. That's stuff that is public, you know what I mean? Though, mm-hmm. like stuff like YouTube or Twitch or social media, things like that, you know, you, you, you know, somebody could still kind of, it's a record of a person that, you know everybody can see um mm-hmm. that's a, kind of available it almost makes it feel like kind of they're still here you know in a way um kind yeah. of looking at that um so i thought that was kind of interesting touching on that and like the podcast element it's 
you know, I think we kind of see more of that now in, you know, media because in television and movies, because that's such a big thing, like people who do podcasts, like assholes like me, um, you know, we kind of see more of that. Like, do you watch the show Only Murderers in the Building? Do you watch that show? See, no, I have not. That's I think that's next on my list after I finish Better Call Saul just to watch Only Murders in the Building just because it feels like that show is right up my alley. I just haven't I just haven't had the time to like watch it. All. Uh, but I hear that show is about a podcast and stuff like that. Yeah, it's with Selena Gomez and uh, Steve Martin and Martin Long. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, Martin Short, I mean. Um, and <laughs> I said Martin Long, yeah. It's like it's yeah. like that TikTok meme when Martin short when martin short martin long walks in the building this is what martin, <laughs> martin Lo- that sounds like a that sounds like a video idea thanks for that. yeah well, yeah yeah you're welcome um yeah. yeah so that's that's a show there and that's about like people who do a podcast and they're trying to like investigate kind of true crime stuff um and it kind of has a very humorous tinge to it like this kind of does and it kind of remind me a little bit of that as well um which is very interesting him trying to do that um and him kind of investigating things and you know when he interviews like the family and um and they you know typical like texting things you know what i mean like you'll have like the kid who has a handgun he's only like like eight years old or 10 or something like that um mm-hmm. and then you also have like they love waterburger waterburger i guess i don't know i guess waterburger must have been a big sponsor for this movie because they go to waterburger a lot you'll see waterburger throughout this whole movie you know what i mean um they must have yeah they must have did some good uh they paid for some good promotion in this movie um i'm not sure if they paid for promotion but i will just say it like since i i know quite a few texans uh if you're gonna set a movie in texas like just from the people that i know that are from texas mm-hmm. you have to include what whataburger or they're just gonna trash that movie because mm. it's like it, the whataburger is like it's it, like for california i'm in california that's like it's in and out it's yeah. in and out here Texas, it's Whataburger, so it's like yeah. that totally was on brand with all Texans. So I totally, yeah, I, I totally agree with the movie on that. So, uh-huh. um, which I'm not trashing Whataburger. I mean, I, I when I went to Texas, I went to Austin. I had Whataburger. Um, it was actually it was decent. It was all right. You know, I don't know. I haven't had In and Out yet, so I can't compare the two. But it was all right. Yeah, I if I ever go to Texas, I'm gonna try it, but. I think that they're two different things. It's just kind of like with Shake Shack and In and Out, like this is two different two different restaurants. Mm. It's like they're t- both trying to do two different things. But yeah, yeah. is Jack in the Box? <laughs> we don't, don't want to get. Uh, is that only in California? Jack in the Box, or is that everywhere? I think it's like I think it's West Coast. West like, Coast, okay. like not just California, but it's like West Coast. But oh, okay, it might be called something else somewhere else, like like on the East Coast or something like that. Oh. Actually, when when no when I was in New York, I seen a Jack in a Box. Oh, okay. So it's not yeah. yeah. Okay. I think there's actually one in Times Square, which is super weird. Oh. <laughs> the, okay. the Jack in a Box, like right in the middle of Times Square, it's just like mm. all these other like ethnic er, and just like different types of food, and you got a Jack in a Box, and you got mm. an Applebee's, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Well, uh, I'm gonna get my final thoughts on this. Uh, what, uh, and then get my rating. I'm gonna pass it to Marlon. Give his final thoughts and ratings. Um. Yeah. Um. I had a good time really watching this. I like kind of the kind of the pulp kind of nature of it. Um. A little bit of a you know kind of this story of him investigating it through this podcast. Him with the family. Him kind of learning more about this girl as he's kind of you know kind of getting closer to her. Um. 
that's kind of things go on, you know, with this record of her, you know, hearing her sing and, you know, because she's a singer and that's how she's connected to, you know, Ashton Kutcher's character because he was a music producer. So him listening to her music is like, no, I never knew she was a singer and him kind of listening to it and going that and feeling a little bit more connected to her, I thought was also very good. Um, and I thought when, you know, Marley speaks about a little bit about the third act about, you know, maybe it didn't hit so well and kind of stumbled upon things. I think it kind of is very sudden. Uh, and what kind of happens at the end is feels very kind of sudden and very, I almost really did. I did. I don't think I saw that coming of what happens. Um, I'd be interested to hear what people think of kind of the climax of this movie when it happens. Um, and people can kind of see it where it's going. Um, that'd be kind of very interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I, so I, I think, yeah, my only issue kind of with the third act was kind of just how sudden kind of it was and kind of how maybe yeah i, I kind of i don't think it fits with maybe the character that was here that we have um in bj novak but um yeah other than that i think it's a strong movie um will it be on my best of list like marley here uh i don't know i have to see the rest of the year shake shakes out but i think it's a very good movie um and i would give it a strong tune in marley yeah uh i think i'll give this one a strong tune in as well I think that this is an incredible first, like a directorial debut for like for like a feature film, uh, which, by the way, we've gotten a lot of like directorial debuts from like comedians like BJ Novak is a comedian. And mm. I think there was another I can't really shoot. I kind of shot myself there in the foot a little bit, but but mm. uh, or like Jordan Peele. That was a great director, directorial debut from mm. like someone that did like a uh that did like sketch comedy and stuff like that and um yeah i think that i think that th this movie's really strong i think the, like the messages it has to say about social media and the current climate and like how we how we treat people like in the age of social media is interesting mm -hmm. um right now it's sitting on my top 10 list uh i think it might fall off just a little bit depending like we're almost we got a few more months, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what it, what comes out. Like may, maybe Avatar Two will come out and be like, "Blow me away," <laughs> but <laughs> but hi, highly unlikely. But uh, I think this is really strong. Uh, it's available on VOD now, and yeah. uh, I think people should just should check it out and form their own an opinion on it. So it's yeah. really great. Yeah, that's how I saw it. VOD. Uh, yeah, that's how I saw it. <laughs>